0: Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. So yeah, I wasn't planning on making a video this soon, but of course there was some bad news from uh, Sunday's game, where Kevin Durant hurts his MCL for the second year in a row, and it happened literally almost 365 days after the last one, which is crazy. Um, of course, last year when he hurt his MCL, he was out for, I think, over a month. The Nets had a stretch where they were like 3-17. and 17. It got rough. So they were like the second seed when he went down, and then they you know got all the way back to like the eighth seed by the time he was back. So, of course, you know, I'm a bit concerned. As Nets fans, we have PTSD over this situation. But I do think, obviously, this Nets team is more capable and more well-equipped to handle a KD loss as compared to last year. I mean, looking at the lineup they threw out last year when Kevin Durant missed his first game, it was pretty damn ugly. Someone tweeted that today. Doug Nori tweeted this. So, this was the first game without Kevin Durant after the injury. They put out James Harden, who at that point was, like, not even trying... Kyrie Irving, who was part-time, Patty Mills, Kessler Edwards, and Dayron Sharp. I mean, it was rough. So um, the Nets won't be as bad this time around, and they have a massive coaching upgrade because going from Steve Nash to Jock Vaughn so far has been a great improvement for the Nets coaching. Now, I will say this seems to be not as serious as the last year injury for Durant like it's still the same injury technically but this one's not believed as serious as the one he suffered last year so he'll be re-evaluated in two weeks I think Katie's probably out for at least three weeks I would guess at minimum and I'm probably expecting more around the month so I guess later in this video I'll try to target like which day I think he comes back because I think last year when I made that video I think I got it right. I was either right on the money or like one game off on Kevin Durant would return from his injury. Of course, he came back last year against the Heat, ironically, which is the team he got hurt against this year. Adrian Wojnarowski said there's optimism Durant will miss less time than he did last year with the six-week absence, a significant sigh of relief for the Nets and the MVP candidate. And Jeff Stotts, he's like one of those injury analyst guys on Twitter. He said that since the 2005-2006 season, the average loss time for a grade 1 MCL spring is 18 days, which is about 6.2 games. So if you're without Kevin Durant for, let's say, you know, 6 to 8 games, maybe 10 at most, you know, I can live with that. It could have been much worse obviously. Um this one I feel like could have been worse than the Bruce Brown one last year. Of course, that was the play where Herb Jones like, you know, knocked Bruce Brown over, Brown's hand hit Kevin Durant's knee, bent it backwards. So, I thought there was more force against Kevin Durant's knee in this injury, but luckily it doesn't seem as bad. So, Obviously, the Nets kind of dodged a bullet here, and look, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. This will have to make room for guys like Joe Harris and especially Ben Simmons to step up in Kevin Durant's absence. It'll show us more about who Jock Vaughn really is. Because when you have a great player like Durant, he can mask so many things that could be wrong with your team. I mean, we saw it last year. When the Nets had Kevin Durant, it was far from a perfect team. It was a flawed roster. But with Kevin Durant and basically 70% of James Harden last year, this team was still in you know first place in the East for the first half of the year. So Kevin Durant can mask a lot of deficiencies on your team. So now without him, we're going to find out a lot about this Nets roster. And I am pissed because obviously it sucks Kevin Durant's hurt but also because I'm probably going to the Nets-Celtics game on Thursday, and I really wanted to see the Nets fully healthy against Boston. That's not going to happen. So one game falling short of that, it is what it is. But yeah, we'll go over like when I think he's coming back. We'll talk about the Heat game real quick, but just wanted more of an update video about the KD injury. I know it's a day late, but sorry. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Leave a like, always helps out, and let's get into it. So we'll talk about the Heat game real quickly. And when Kevin Durant went out in the like late third quarter, the Heat went up like 98-91 at one point. And, of course, the Nets, they knew like, oh, Kevin Durant's in the locker room. It definitely was like just a probably very bad feeling for the guys on the floor and the entire roster. But they were still able to overcome that and beat the Heat in the fourth quarter. So they came back. They won the game. It was a very low-scoring second half. So the second half went like this. The Nets had 13 points in the third quarter, which is like, that's nothing. Um, Then 23 in the fourth quarter. The Heat had below 20 in each quarter. It was 18 in the third and 19 in the fourth. So not much scoring going on in the second half of this game. The Nets actually won this one 102-101. to And I know what people are going to say, especially Heat fans. Jimmy Butler was fouled at the end. No, he like, come on. You're gonna you're gonna expect that call with the game on the line. And even when the two minute report came out, there was no foul. So like I don't know what people are complaining about. I get it's like, you know, you want that call as a Heat fan, but I don't think so. But Royce O'Neal Again for this team with the go-ahead bucket. He did this at Portland. It was closer to the buzzer that time, but this time with three seconds left, got the offensive rebound off the Kyrie miss. He took like a thirty a 30-foot jump shot from three. He missed it off the left side. I think Utah actually might have tipped it back. And Royce O'Neal was just right place, right time once again. He has a knack of doing that. I don't know how, but he does it. And Royce O'Neal just flipped it in. The Nets went up one. And of course they got that stop when Jimmy Butler was denied at the rim there. I think it was Royce O'Neill once again coming over on help defense. So that was great to see. But the Nets looked like they were going to implode in this game because they had like back-to-back possessions before the Royce O'Neal make where they were throwing the ball out of bounds. They were all out of sorts. The Heat were playing very good defense. And that's one of the concerns I have about this Nets team. I mean like when you don't have Kevin Durant on the floor, who attracts uh, double teams and, of course, can take his guy off the dribble, the Nets' only option really to dribble the ball is Kyrie. Like Royce O'Neal dribbling, it's not what you want to see. Uh, Seth Curry can do it, but Seth Curry, of course, doesn't have the quickness that a uh, a Kyrie has, or even the ball handling skills. So you know, Utah, you don't want to see him dribble through traffic. So like, there's a lot of guys on this team that you don't want the ball in their hands with the game on the line, and like Kyrie's one of the only ones when. Kevin Kevin Durant is not there. So that, of course, it's not going to be made up. I think Cam Thomas, by the way, I know there's a lot of Cam Thomas stands out there. I really do believe he should play more. Like, I'm not saying give him like 30 minutes a night, but I think Cam Thomas should have a role on this team, especially in times where Kyrie's on the bench because the Nets, they're going to lack ball handlers. Like, that's going to happen. Like, Seth Curry and Kyrie, I would play them. You know, opposite of each other as much as possible because you're going to have to have at least one point guard on the floor. And of course, Ben Simmons will do some of that as well. But, you know, outside of those two guys, I don't know who's going to bring the ball up the floor. So, Cam Thomas, I would like to see him in that role. We'll see if Jock Vaughn gets him out of the doghouse or not. But,. Yeah, I mean the final 5 minutes or so like Kyrie shot some long three-pointers, they weren't going down, but Seth Curry made a couple nice plays, the layup, he had the shot from the mid-range. So Seth Curry actually had a good game yesterday or Sunday. The ending was fun though. The ending was uh it was really cool. I was happy to get that win because you think about it, if the Nets lost that game, they go to 26 and 14, I think it would have been and They would have faced the Celtics tonight, and they could have lost two in a row or tomorrow night. No, it's Tuesday, Thursday night. So, of course, they could have lost back-to-back if they had lost the Heat game and then hypothetically lose on Thursday versus Boston. So, to get that win, get up to 27-13, it feels good. It felt great in the moment, but, of course, our main concern was Kevin Durant, who, um, when he was in there, was having a great game. Uh, Katie had a bit of a knee issue um, earlier in the game, I think it was either the second quarter or the third quarter, and I think it may have came on a Kyle Lowry flop. I can't stand that freaking guy. I, there's there's some NBA players I just can't stand. Kyle Lowry has to be like near the top of the list. He's in my top three. Like he. Complains on every call. He flops everywhere. Like he doesn't really he's not very athletic anymore. Like he's just literally out there to just dribble the ball, flop, and like miss threes. It's it's terrible. Um and complain to the refs. But um yeah, KD was playing well. He had 30 minutes logged already. So yeah, KD was on his way to having a nice game. I mean, Royce O'Neal efficiency-wise, he sucked. He was three for 11, one of seven from three, but the fact that he made the game winning shot, you kind of like, all right, I'll take it. So Royce O'Neal um came up clutch once again. Claxton had a big game. Claxton 31 minutes. He He was 6 of 8. He had 11 rebounds, 3 blocks, 13 points. Definitely got the better of Bam Adebayo, who may have been injured, but still, I mean, Klaxon outplayed him. Kyrie, not the most efficient game. Wasn't too bad. 10 of 21, 6 of 15 from 3, which is, you know, that's a lot of three-point attempts. Um, That might be more than, like, the entire rest of the team combined. It was close. The rest of the team had 18, and Kyrie had 15, so pretty close. But um, Kyrie did have 29 points. He had 6 assists, and um, of course, towards the end, was, like, the main ball handler, so that helped out a lot. Ben Simmons... 29 minutes, only two of four. Like, we need more from that, from from him. Um, four points only, had seven rebounds, had seven assists. But with Kevin Durant out, we're going to have to see Ben Simmons jump up that points per game scoring. Like, he, he can't stay at, like, whatever he's at right now. I don't even know what it is. It's probably, like, six or seven a game. He needs more. Like, he needs to get in double digits. I need Ben Simmons to score 14, 12, 11, 15, 18, like something like that, just every night. Like, I can't have Ben Simmons get below 10 every night. Like, it's not going to be acceptable with Kevin Durant out. And this is a great opportunity for Ben Simmons with the best player on the team down to step up and try to, you know, get back to the guy he was in Philly before he got here. Um, Joe Harris, another guy the Nets will definitely need to step up. He was two of two, but. He did not take a three-point shot, only four points. He has not looked right in a while. So Joe Harris is definitely concerning. Um, You know, as time goes on and he keeps looking like this, it's more tempting to get that contract away from this team and, and get rid of him. And, of course, you know, the Nets are in rumors for Kyle Kuzma, who I personally would love to have, and even John Collins is in rumors with the Nets. So you never know. Something could happen. Joe Harris has a pretty big salary. I think it's like $18 million per year. So you never know. But I mean, Joe Harris has to get it together. I love Joe Harris. He's the OG, but like he is just not playing well, not consistently. I don't know if he's still hurt. He really has not been the same guy ever since the injury, at least consistently. He's had his moments, but Joe Harris has to get it back at some point. This is probably the biggest guy right here for this team's success over the next, you know, X amount of games KD misses is TJ Warren. So of course, you can never make up for Kevin Durant and the, you know, person he is and what he brings to the team, even defensively, of course, offensively but TJ Warren gives the Nets the closest thing they have to a Kevin Durant and I don't know if TJ is going to start or not I personally would rather start Joe Harris because I don't know what it is with Joe Harris but his splits when starting versus coming off the bench he's way better as a starter so I would just I would give Joe Harris the first crack at it if he still sucks in the starting lineup then okay go back to TJ Warren or something but like I would give Joe Harris the first shot anyway TJ Warren is going to play more he's been you know around like I don't know, 18 to 25 minutes, it feels like every game. So he might see some more 30 minute games here, but he was four of nine, two of four from three, 10 points. He had two steals. So he did his thing, three rebounds. So the Nets are definitely going to need TJ Warren to put the ball in the basket more and be an isolation scorer even more than usual. So hopefully TJ Warren stays healthy. Of course, that's number one, but keeps looking good and can try and help fill the void of Kevin Durant while he's out. Utah Watanabe was one of one, made a three-pointer, and that was pretty much it for him. But he played 19 minutes, and, you know, I like Utah out there. He's always one of those guys who's in the right spot, knows when to cut at the right time. He's a pretty good help defender, things like that. He did get beat off the dribble by Jimmy Butler on the last play, but luckily it didn't hurt him too badly. But um, Seth Curry, by the way, I talked about him for a bit. He had a great game, 6 of 9, 14 points, clutch shots in the fourth quarter. Um, Seth Curry, another guy that I worry about is health. He has to be healthy. So Seth Curry, if we get the healthy Seth Curry during this, you know, Kevin Durant absence stretch here, that's big because Seth Curry is actually a pretty big piece of this team when he's right. And guys like Markeith Morris may play more because he at least height wise is close to Kevin Durant. Um, I think Cam Thomas, as I mentioned, should play more. I mean, Edmund Sumner should get in there at some points. I'm not saying he'll play every single game, but Edmund Sumner's had a lot of like coaches, DMPs lately. Uh Patty Mills, I don't see much of a role. It depends on the matchup, and there's not many matchups that suit Patty Mills, maybe unless he's like against TJ McConnell or something like that. But um yeah. So I mean the Nets, they they pulled out this win. It was cool. It was great to see. But of course, our main concern is Kevin Durant and how the Nets look without him. So as I said, they're going to have to have guys step up. You cannot have everything go on Kyrie's shoulders. Kyrie can't take 30 shots a game as cool, as nice as that would be. And I am tempted now to pick the game when Kevin Durant comes back. All right, so let's go through it. So he got hurt on January 8th. So trying to go like a month in advance here. So there's a game versus Washington, a Saturday game, a 6 o'clock home game. That might be a good place, actually. Like that's basically almost a month away maybe they're more conservative and they wait another week and they put them in against the uh, Sixers. Yeah, I'll call my shot on that one. I say it's the first game of like a six game homestand or five game, whatever it is. They're home versus the Washington Wizards. It should not be like a very high leverage game, obviously. So I will say Kevin Durant makes his return on Saturday, February 4th against Washington. So we'll see what happens there. But leave in the comments, when when do you think Kevin Durant makes his uh, return? I definitely want to see that. But um. The upcoming schedule, let's go over it real quickly and, like, kind of the record I would be okay with during this stretch without KD. So, let's assume he's not back until the Washington game, as I mentioned. So, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven games without KD. So, let's run through the schedule. Screw it. So, versus Boston, home game. The Nets could steal it, obviously. Boston's coming off a back-to-back, but I'll give the Nets the loss 0-1. I would say they can probably beat Oklahoma City at home, 1-1. At San Antonio, 2-1. At Phoenix, they've been struggling. I'll give them a loss, though, 2-2. Versus the Utah Jazz, I'll give them a dub, 3-2. At Golden State, 3-3. At the Sixers, three and four, as much as I hate them, uh, versus Detroit at home, four and four versus the Knicks, five and four, we don't lose to the Knicks, um, versus the Lakers at home, I will say win, but that's going to be a close one, I don't know, then at Boston, that would be the game before KD makes his hypothetical return. I'll give them the L, unfortunately, as much as I don't like Boston. So based on how I have it going here, they would be 6-5 and five over that 11-game stretch, which is not too bad. They would not fall too far back in the standings, if at all. So I will, I'll sign up for that. 6-5 and five over the next 11 games. You get Kevin Durant back for the homestand with Washington, LA, Phoenix, Chicago. Sixers on deck. I mean... I'll take it. I just hope he's not out for that long. But anyway, um yeah, the Nets continue to win. So it's great to see and if they somehow win on Thursday, it's going to be awesome. I will definitely have a podcast after that game. I don't know if it'll be the night of or the next day, but I definitely want to make one if they beat Boston. So we'll see if this injury kind of pushes Sean Marks to make a move or not. I'm not sure if that's going to do it. I mean, I feel like Sean Marks is going to be very patient. And You know, there's guys on this team where you want to wait it out kind of and see how they are. I mean, Joe Harris, you would hate to trade him now and then have Joe Harris like regain his form and get back to who he was. You know, I think the Nets might wait it out as long as they can. So um, as much as I would love to see breaking Kyle Kuzma traded to Brooklyn for, you know, whatever, um, I think they might wait that one out a bit. So, you know, I do think they'll still make a move, whether it's for a bigger guy like that, a John Collins or a Kuzma or just somebody smaller like a Mason Plumlee or something. I think they'll get somebody as great as this winning streak has been since November 27th. um, This team still has some flaws. I mentioned extra ball handler, a guy that can create on his own. They might need that a guy that can back up Nick Claxton when he's in foul trouble. They may need that. I mean, Markeith Morris, he's Kevin Durant's guy. He's probably not going anywhere, but he's not a guy that you want to rely on as your backup five. And he's more of a four for his entire career. So um, the Nets may need a natural backup center. So that and a ball handler that can create on his own you <laughs> that might be it. Maybe you, uh, I don't know if the Nets can afford this, but I think like a perfect trade would be getting Mason Plumlee and Terry Rozier. I don't know what Rozier makes, but I feel like that'd be the type of guy that can kind of fit this team. I'm sure he doesn't play much defense, but at least offensively, Rozier can give you what you want. I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but yeah, we'll find out what happens. The trade deadline is actually kind of getting close here. We're like a little over a month away. So we'll find out what happens there. But I do hope Sean Marks makes a move and doesn't sit on his hands. I mean, you don't want the Nets to say, Oh, we're getting Kevin Durant back. That's kind of like getting a, it's kind of like acquiring a new player like no i don't want them to say that stuff like i want actually want to make a trade and go out there and improve this team And if they are still winning at the rate they are now, maybe not to this rate because this is crazy, but like, let's say they do go six and five or even like seven and four over the next 11 games or something. Um, I do hope they make a move. I want this team to go all in for a championship. If you have to trade Cam Thomas and future picks, I just, I don't care. Like I want to see Cam Thomas grow up as a Brooklyn net. It'd be great to see, but this team, you can't waste this core. You have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie playing at such high levels. You can't waste this. You don't get these chances too often. So if I'm the Nets and I'm Sean Marks, I'm going all out at the trade deadline trying to get a a guy or two that can really put this team over the top and get them past teams like Boston and Milwaukee in the uh, playoffs and even Cleveland. So yeah we'll find out what happens there but yes I'll talk to you guys either after uh, the Celtics game assuming they win I mean of course they might get blown out too and I might not want to talk about that if not we may have to wait until I think probably next Friday they're at Utah and you know they play uh, West Coast games next week and I will not be up for those because I work so I don't want to be up until like 2 a.m making a a podcast so um, maybe Friday night after the Jazz game Um, if not I'll probably do it Saturday for sure that would be January 21st Saturday not the upcoming Coming Saturday um but anyway yeah I hope they beat Boston obviously I hope they find a way to just stay afloat without Kevin Durant stay like you know around 500 maybe a bit over 500 I'll be okay with that um if they want to keep winning every game I'm cool with that too so we'll see what happens with that but I hope you guys enjoy the video leave a like as always and I'll talk to you guys next time